Red Apple Media Podcast Network presents This is Protecting America. Now, here's Emmy-winning journalist Rita Cosby. And welcome to another edition of Protecting America. This week, there was an emergency meeting of NATO as Ukraine continued to get brutally attacked by the Russian strikes, and there were many of them. And joining us now to talk about all of this and where we go from here is Florida Republican Congressman Gus Bilirakis. Congressman, so great to have you here. Oh, it's my pleasure, Rita. Thanks for having me on. You know, such an important time, and you, I know, are such a big supporter of national security, of our men and women in uniform. Your thoughts, first of all, on what we need to do to protect Ukraine, and how much of a concern are you that it could spill over beyond Ukraine? Yeah, I'm really concerned that it could spill over. I think some of our NATO countries, our allies over there, I think that he wants to get back. Putin wants to get back all that territory that he claimed. But these people that do not want this, and I think he underestimated the power of the Ukrainian people, but also the fact that we have these severe sanctions and not just the U.S., but that NATO has come together and we're united on these very serious sanctions. And the fact that we're not, that we're cutting off Russian oil, that is very important as well, because that's where he gets his revenue. Now, should we have placed these sanctions? Or should we have anticipated what Russia's moves, Putin's moves? We should have earlier. There's no question. But right now, I think we are doing the right thing. And I believe we're united. This is not the time for politics. And again, I know this is a national security issue. We need domestic energy. We need our production here in the United States. So we don't have to depend on these foreign adversaries. And I think that's a big part of it. As a matter of fact, this has pertains to Greece, Cyprus, and Israel, but we wanted a pipeline. And the Mediterranean, Eastern Mediterranean Pipeline, we endorse it as a country. The United States did. And, uh, you know, these are three allies, great allies, as far as natural gas is concerned, to get it to Europe, particularly in Southeast Europe, so that these countries, our allies, don't have to depend on Russia for natural gas or for anything. But I'm very disappointed in the Biden administration because President Biden in 2014 actually approved of this pipeline, but then they withdrew their support recently. And I just hope he reverses that position because it's key. It's key to get this natural gas through, again, from Israel, Cyprus to Greece, and probably to Italy. It makes so much sense. Do you believe Uh, we lost just significant leverage with Putin, as I do, and I think many do? I think so. And also, you know, obviously there's so many we need to drill here in the United States. Now, there are safe areas, Rita, as you know, in the U.S. The Keystone Pipeline, obviously, is a pipeline that doesn't produce energy. It's a pipeline, but it makes so much sense. We made so much progress under President Trump, opening up certain parts of Anwar. It's just the fracking on U.S. land. We can't depend on these adversaries. And President Biden, I don't want to get into politics too much, but I disagree with this. I mean, sure, we cut off the Russian oil. That's good. But you can't turn to Venezuela and Iran for oil when we have it right beneath our feet here in the United States. 
No, that's a great point. And also, Congressman Bilirakis, as you're talking about Iran, the other thing that makes me think is this deal that's now going on with the Biden administration for the nuclear deal that they're trying to get. And what they're doing is they're having Moscow basically be their partner in this. So how are we going to have leverage with them in Ukraine? You know, he's bypassing the Congress. He knows that the people have learned their lesson. I didn't vote for the latest Iran deal, but he knows that he can't get the support. This administration, I think, realizes they can't get the support, not even from many Democrats in Congress. It's a bad deal for America, and they're trying to push it through that way, and it's just not going to go. We've got to call on, on it. The American people, they really are awake now. And they care about what happens here. They want to protect the homeland. But also, I honestly do believe that they care about human rights. Our people care about human rights and religious freedom around the world. And they're backing Ukraine 100%. And that makes a big difference. It really does. I just think that Putin underestimated the power of these Ukrainian people and the power of democracy, keeping democracy, you know, fighting for freedom. It really is a great story. Now, I feel for the Russian people. I really do. We had a little discussion this morning virtually with the former Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice, who I happen to love. I think she's fantastic. What a great role model she is, and she has so much knowledge. She feels the same way. And she studied Putin for many years. She was in Moscow. And she really is concerned. She's concerned for that entire region. Where do you see it going? And also, as you talk about, so many people are concerned. Where do you see the Ukrainian fight? Because just as you said, it's been unbelievable, the courage of the Ukrainian people, their leader, Zelensky. Where do you see from a military perspective And are you concerned that because Putin feels like his back is up against the wall and has had some losses, there's reports he's had 15,000 potentially soldiers killed, according to some reports, that he might do something drastic, that he might try to escalate, i.e. maybe chemical or biological or worse? Are you concerned and what should we do? I'm concerned we can't be advertising our strategy. And I don't believe we should take anything off the table. There's no question. Now, I think that Putin, I don't know what his state of mind is at this particular time, but it's not what it used to be. That's for sure. I never really liked him at all, but he's a madman as far as I'm concerned at this particular time. So he's capable of anything. Now, I think that you're going to see the Russian people rebel against Putin. I really do. I think it's going to happen. There's going to be a lot of destruction within Russia. And again, I do feel bad for the Russian people and also the folks that are of Russian heritage. They certainly don't want this. Yeah, there's so many people. In fact, there's polls I've seen where it was maybe like 80, 90 percent were against the war. Some of them said 80, 90 percent pro-Putin, but probably they're afraid to say they're not pro-Putin if they're there in Russia. And all the propaganda, you know, all the information that they're getting, which is inaccurate. But I think it's starting to leak in the country. And there's no way these people, or most of them are, are religious people, you know, they have faith. And what they overcame 30 years ago, the communism and the fall of the USSR, it liberated them to a certain extent. 
and they don't want to go back to that. So I think that this is the time for people of faith to stick together and back Ukraine. You know, I'm not for troops on the ground, but I'm not going to, I don't think we should be advertising our strategy. And I think that the president has done too much of that so far. Yeah, there's been a lot of public, give them the MiGs, don't give them the MiGs, give them, you know, some of the air defenses. I agree with you as much as obviously we Americans all want to know what's happening because we care so deeply of what's happening there. On the flip side, you're right. From a military strategy standpoint, they should have just snuck the MiGs in. I've told everybody sort of on a truck or done it, you know, months ago, then it wouldn't have been telegraphed. Right. Exactly. That's the word telegraph. That's exactly right. So, again, what we need to be doing is making sure that Putin doesn't get the ammunition and and then cut off the oil. And we have here in the United States, but our allies need to do that and not depend on these adversaries like Russia. China is a big problem. But we need to show strength, exhibit strength here in the United States. And our NATO allies need to stick together. Germany has come around, thank goodness, as well. But we've got to worry about, you know, what China might be doing to Taiwan. Yeah, that's the Uh, question. Are they, you know, keeping, you know, kind of playing both sides, if you will? Because on one hand, they make it sound like, well, you know, we're not going to step in on Russia. But then on the other side, we hear that they basically gave them the green light and said, just don't go in and invade after the, you know, wait till after the Olympics. You know, I don't have any you know, intelligence to confirm this, and nor would I say it if I had the intelligence. But You, know, my you wouldn't pers- telegraph it, right? <laughs> I would not. I would not. And, but I will tell you this, in my opinion, my personal opinion, I think China's behind this as well. You believe that they are playing a role uh, with Russia? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So we've got a lot of problems. There's no question. But again, this is the United States of America, and we will overcome them. But the most important thing is we must protect our people and protect the homeland. This is important stuff. And, you know, we need to inform our people what's at stake so that they can rally around. You know, again, I don't want politics. I'm rooting for this president because he's in office at this particular time. Did President Trump do a fantastic job? particularly with policy over the years, would this have happened? Would Russia have invaded Ukraine under his administration? I think not. They did not. But, you know, we've got to move forward now and protect the homeland and, again, stand by our allies. Absolutely. Always root for America. Florida Congressman Gus Bilirakis, so great to have you here on the podcast. And again, thanks for all you do to keep us safe. And also, I know very much firsthand your deep love of the military. Thanks for all you do to honor our great servicemen and women, too. Rita, we're on the same page with that. That's for sure. So thank you and God bless you. And thanks for doing what you're doing. You're an amazing individual. You really are. So, well, right back you, you and the Billarakis family. <laughs> you really are. Let's face it. You're a public servant. You really are. It's an honor to be on the program. And God bless everyone here. And let's stick together as Americans and we'll overcome all this. Absolutely. Congressman Gus Billarakis, great to have you here. Thank you so much. Yeah. My pleasure. Thank you.
And everybody, I'll be back soon with another great edition of Protecting America. And of course, you can catch me every weeknight, 10 p.m. to midnight, on the legendary WABC Radio. This is Rita Cosby, and thanks for all you do to protect America.